0: Fall
1: TV has returned. This is the Geek Confidential Podcast. My name is Luke Kerr. Joining me today, we have Melody Aikles. Welcome, Mel. Hey, hey. The whole gang is together. American Horror Story is coming back. I know that you're an American Horror Story fan, so I can't wait to find out if you're looking forward to it. Also joining me today, Dan. Welcome, Dan Pierce. Hey, how's it going? Mo Walker, Welcome.
2: Hi, everybody. Glad
1: to be here. There is a new show coming out. Well, not technically a new show, but a new season of Doctor Who coming up on BBC America with a new Doctor. I anticipate that's going to be on your list of fall shows you're looking forward to. This is going to be sort of an episode that covers all of TV because with fall TV, there's so much to watch. We um, primarily focus most of the year on sci-fi fantasy comic books superheroes that type of stuff but for a fall tv preview or a sp- uh, spring tv preview why not cover it all so mel what are you looking forward to of the new shows that are coming out what are what are you looking forward to most
3: uh, well i mean i was really excited about american horror story because coven was my absolute favorite season of that show, Point Blank Period, so I was really excited to watch it on Wednesday, but then I was a little disappointed when I saw it. I guess because I was expecting all of my witches back at the same time and I was ready. I was ready for them and that's not what happened. I got a few of them here and then this whole story was just a little strange I guess. I um, see A show that I am looking forward to that I didn't really expect to look forward to until they release like the first 15 minutes is that show manifest on NBC Mm -hmm. where the plane takes off from one location and it literally disappears into the space-time continuum and they land five years later and I was a little interested into it but uh, NBC released I think the first 15 minutes of the show and I was like oh no I have to check this out I think it's going to be a really great show. Um, a few familiar faces in it. I know Josh Dallas from Once Upon a Time used to play. Prince Charming is in it. Um, it was just a really interesting turn on things. So uh, that's definitely one I'm looking forward to.
1: Manifest is also on my list, but I'm really nervous about it. First of all, I'm like, okay. I, NBC,
3: it, it, that's my heart Right,
1: NBC, that's the first thing. Second thing, I'm like, okay, this is a little bit lost-esque so we know how great lost was initially but it sort of went off the rails later on i'm like okay this is five years later they were all on the plane technically there's a lot of people whose stories they could fill in over several seasons the same way lost did i'm a little bit nervous because i don't want it to be a lost knockoff because i think the concept is cool but then at the same time i was like What's Josh Dallas have to do? Well, he was on Once Upon a Time and he went through time and now he's on manifest and he's going through time.
3: Maybe he just likes to go through time. If we I ever need
1: another doctor on Doctor Who, he he would be an eligible candidate. Uh yes. Mo, what are you looking forward to of the new show most of the new shows?
2: Well, I got to go with my legacies <laughs> on the CW, the follow-up to the originals and the Vampire diary starring Klaus's baby girl Hope Michelson and a lark Saltzman at the <laughs> Salvatore School for Gifted Youngsters. So um, I had some difficulties at the end of the, uh, the originals, which we discussed on an earlier po- episode of the podcast. But again, what I like about this is going back to... Um, to what what made the Vampire Diaries really interesting, uh, a teen drama. And I'm curious to see how they age up um, Alaric Saltzman's daughters, who played a big part in the last couple of seasons of the Vampire Diaries. I hope their mother gets an opportunity to show up in in the show. I understand that some... uh, former cast members of the Vampire Diaries are slated to appear. I think that this will be a solid show for the CW. I don't necessarily expect it to do Vampire Diary numbers when Vampire Diaries started on Thursday nights. Um, however, I do expect it to do um, at least it, the same as the originals, if not better.
1: Okay, Dan, what are you looking forward to most?
0: Uh, The new show out uh, Grand Hotel on ABC that looks fantastic you know uh, Eva Longoria executive producing you have soap alums Denise Tantz and Brian Craig Um, and it just it has the soapiness of the drama mixed with I don't know if you guys watched back in the day Las Vegas but that was my jam.
1: Yeah it was fun.
0: It was such a fun show. And, it, you know, then Fox tried to do, was it North Shore, where they were trying to capitalize on some of that, mix it with the OC, and kind of. It didn't quite work out. But needless to say, it gave us Aquaman, so that's cool. Jason Momoa. Um, but, need, okay, so Grand Hotel uh, tells the story of this family who owns the last hotel in, I believe, Miami. Um, and they're in financial trouble and there's a new stepmom with stepdaughters and the the main family is having to like merge with the step like and it's just this really interesting drama it's going to be soapy it's going to be fun um and I'm really looking forward to it
1: well i <clears throat> i'm very conflict uh, so since mel mentioned manifest I'm gonna go with a different one for my pick because Manifest was up there, and I'm a little bit like sheepish, if not like. Mm, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to Magnum PI just <laughs> just for the simple fact that I loved the original Magnum PI, Simon and Simon, Murder She Wrote, Knight Rider were all sort of those ones that when I was. Are we doing old school shows? Right, right. And so the fact that they are, like, bringing back Magnum P.I. has me intrigued. The problem is Magnum P.I. needs to be in short shorts. This guy is not in short shorts. He does not have a mustache, which he sort of has a goatee in some of the promos and photo images. But I'm like... Come on, considering when you see on social media all the guys and how like porn stashes are back, they could have tried it to see if it worked. So I'm like, okay, I'm crossing my fingers. The CGI, it looks like they spent a lot of money on the pilot with the cars blowing up and the helicopters and all that stuff. We'll see how this goes, but I'm fully expecting that it could end up being really terrible. The only thing that is sort of saving me on this is the fact that this is on CBS who has money for budgets. They've already done Hawaii 50 and which is like a reboot of a, of a original series and it was done pretty well. Grant I watched it for a few seasons uh, before I dropped off, but maybe this will be another Hawaii 50. So we shall see, but that was it's one of those ones where I'm looking forward to it, but I almost don't want to admit that I'm looking for it forward to it, but I guess now I just have. It's a great trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it has a good trailer. It has a good trailer. Um, what were you gonna say, Mo?
2: Well look, I will step out on that ledge with you because I honestly had planned on watching at least the pilot and possibly the, the second episode of, of magnum pi um i kind of did the same thing with macgyver and when, when cbs rebooted that a couple years ago and it just didn't feel the same yeah macgyver i did and, not
1: like at all the
2: yeah and yeah so after i watched like three of episodes of macgyver or something like that i just could not watch it anymore and um but I am going to try with Magnum just because I like you said I really like the promo. So I'm not expecting much as well.
1: Mel After mm-hmm. Manifest. What were some of the dramas that really popped out for you that you want to check out this fall?
3: So there's this show on Fox. It's called Passage. I thought that looked a little interesting. It's about a virus that occurs and, you know, outbreak and things of this nature. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Oh, there's a comedy on Fox as well called Rel.
1: I haven't (laughs) seen the trailers uh, for that. What's it about?
3: uh, Well, not Rel, Lil Ray. Well, it's um, Lil Ray is a comedian. I think he's pretty funny. He was on uh, Get Out. He played the TSA agent. (laughs) So I thought yeah, that I'd give that one a chance. It's supposed to be pretty funny. He basically, uh, he learns his wife is having an affair with his own barber. So he uh, tries to rebuild his life as a single father in the south side of Chicago. So I thought the trailer looked pretty funny. So those are the two definitely I want to check out.
2: Mel, if you want, Rel has already premiered. It premiered last oh. week.
3: Well, you see how far along I am, folks.
0: <laughs> yeah, first episode's on Hulu.
2: Okay. Yeah, it's it's well, yeah, Fox did a special premiere after a football last last uh, last Sunday.
0: Oh, cool, cool. Okay,
3: well, I'm definitely going to be checking that out today then.
1: Mo, cool. what dramas are you looking forward to?
2: Well, one is is the uh, new Sabrina show that's going to be on Netflix that will be premiering in late October, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> which, which stars... Uh, Kierna Shipka, uh, she was on Mad Men, and and you, she played Sally Draper. You literally essentially grew up watching her on Mad Men, and she was really good as a child actor on that show. Um, I've seen the trailers for this, and it her performance in the trailers I've seen is it, chilling. It's literally chilling. So, um, based on what I've read, based on the trailers, it looks more like this. Uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch comic book that came out a few years ago that was published by Archie um, that was co-written by the showrunner of Riverdale. So I'm that's one I'm definitely looking forward to at the end of next month. I'm looking forward to a a CBS show, actually, uh, called God Friended Me. It's going to premiere. It's actually, I, I believe, if it's not on, the first episode's not online, available to sh- uh, online yet it will be sh- uh soon it stars brandon michael hall he was on he was the uh, lead actor in the show the mayor that was on abc last year he was it was a really funny sh- it was he was really good in that show there were some parts of it i thought were funny but i thought that he was someone to watch it also Godfriend of me also stars uh violet bean who is jesse quick on the flash and uh Papa Pope from Scandal, Joe Morton,
3: and basically it's... <sighs> <yeah. laughs> there will be no scenery left.
2: You should see the trailer for this. It's really interesting because Joe Morton is playing a minister in this, and uh, he's the father of Brandon Michael Hall's character. And basically, um, Brandon, Michael, uh, Brandon Michael Hall's character gets a friend request from God and is then kind of dispatched to kind of help people. It very much reminds me of this, uh, this old CBS show. I think it was uh, Evening Edition. Or- right. That or- is
1: what it, re- like every single promo, and I was going to bring that up. Is every single promo. With- oh, go ahead.
3: The newspaper yes. and the dog. Yes, the one the-
1: where yeah. the newspaper shows up yeah. on the step every single night, and I'm like, Oh, so they just took that script and made it on Facebook and now we have God-friended me.
2: Yeah. So I'm curious about it just the the pedigree of the the actors involved. It makes me curious. Like I said, I saw the trailer for it. I thought it was it was a decent trailer. It wasn't something it wasn't overly exciting, but I I think given it's a, it's a Sunday evening show in that time slot, it's 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 It may be comfort food, and I'm I'm willing to give it a chance. Um, Another show that that I a new show that I am interested in. It's also on. uh, It's also on Netflix. It's uh, Maniac, which is the Jonah Hill Emma Stone show. They're they're part of some sort of drug drug um, experiment. It's um, done by. uh, It's also co-created by. Kerry Fukunawa, uh, who did some work with uh, on HBO, Um, and it what I've seen the trailer so far looks really psychedelic, really interesting. I'm just kind of not exactly sure where they're going, but it just looks quirky enough that um, that you know I'm gonna give it a try. And 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 Kerry Fukunawa, he he did True Detective on HBO, and I. Enjoyed the first season of True Detective, so I'm try, I'm curious about his sensibilities here. And the third, and, and well, not third, but my final new show that I'm interested in is The Rookie, which is on ABC. It's the new Nathan Fillion show. I got, I got love for Nathan Fillion going back to One Life to Live, so of course I got to try out his new show. Uh, Nathan Fillion is a plays a 40 year old uh, police rookie. So it, it's just going to be a fish out of water story. I'm I'm sure there's going to be some comedic uh, elements to it. Definitely looking forward to that one as well. And unfortunately, that doesn't the rookie does not premiere until uh, sometime in October.
1: But they're definitely giving lots of promo spots for it. There was a couple of them after some football games the other day. Yeah. Dan, what new dramas are you looking forward to? Uh,
0: it this one's more of a dramedy. Um, But I'm really looking forward to Single Parents on ABC, uh, starring Leighton Meester, um, Taron Killam, and uh, Brad Garrett. They basically, like, and then there's um, Monique Gall and uh, Adam Kang, all play single parents at the same kindergarten. And I think Taron Killam is, like, the teacher or something, and they're, they're all just kind of having to, like, balance having a life, while balancing having kids, while, you know, trying to balance all of these schedules and stuff. And it it seems really funny. I'm really hoping that a Leighton Meester show outside of uh, Gossip Girl, like, sticks. Because I just want to see her do well. I adore her.
1: And that's the reason why I am going to be watching this show. Because I loved her as Blair Waldorf for years. And I'm like... I will give this a chance just because of her. It looks like it could be fun when you're playing with children and parents. There's tons of dynamics that you can go for it. And it does look like it might have some more adult comedy considering the stuff they talk about how long it's been since the guy got laid. So it might be, it's like, okay, there could be this really nice element about parents with children, but then there can also be this other element of parents who are like just stressed and I think it could be fun
0: yeah yeah no I'm really excited and then well, uh, oh, obviously I just finished uh Iron Fist but we'll talk about that later uh so any
1: <laughs> we, we have thoughts on this list. yes we do um so my new series my new dramas I should say New Amsterdam on NBC I how do I put this Grey's Anatomy is my medical drama that I go to. It's comfort food. I love it. But I find that with other new medical shows, I'll give them a chance, but I very rarely fall for them. Like There was that one that came on Fox uh, with—and forgive me because I don't have their names off the top of my head—the guy from The Good Wife and the girl from Revenge— Watched a few episodes, stopped watching. Then there was the one on ABC with the really talented doctor. Watched a few episodes of that, fell off. I'm hoping that the premise of New Amsterdam is such that it it hooks me long enough to actually fall in love with the characters. So we'll see. But it's one of the ones that I'm looking forward to. A Million Little Things on ABC... The promos for it sort of feel like this is ABC's attempt to be to have their This Is Us with maybe not the requirement to have tissue every time you watch an episode. So I'm intrigued about that. The cast of that is really good. There's a lot of people... How, how should I put this? There's a lot of actors in it who you've seen in a lot of things but don't necessarily know their names and this might be the opportunity for some of those to really step up and get a higher profile. In addition to that, The Rookie, which Mo wa- mentioned, I will be watching that. Like Nathan Fillion, I watched Castle for probably seven years but I'm not a huge procedural person so for me to watch a procedural for a long time... There are shows that I do it, but with cop dramas, it can be tough. Like, I really love Lethal Weapon. I'll be looking forward to that when it returns. Uh, but there aren't really a lot of cop dramas that I'm watching now, so I'm hoping I enjoy it. There's a drama that I'm going to sort of use this as the segue before we dive into comedies. There's a drama that is sort of like my... Um, Eyebrow-raising Drake, Hogeston John Black. I'm going to raise an eyebrow at that show that I'm going to watch the premiere, but I fully expect to be shit. And that is Charmed. <laughs> I, loved, I loved the original, but disregarding all of the behind-the-scenes stuff that has taken place, not factoring that in, the trailer for the new Charmed, is really painful. And I don't know that I've ever gotten through the whole thing without shuddering. I'm really concerned about it. And so we'll see. I'm going to give it a chance. I love sci-fi. I love fantasy. I love the original Charmed. But it's a really painful trailer to watch. Were there any trailers that stuck out for you, Mel, or any shows that stuck out for you as ones that it was like, I don't know about this.
3: I mean, definitely the Charm one, because I loved the original Charmed. So that was one I was like, um, y'all could have kept all of this. And then there's another show that I don't even know if this one has a trailer or not. But I heard they were bringing back Roswell as well. So I don't know if a trailer is out for that yet, which makes me a little nervous. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other one that I saw and I was like, absolutely not.
1: (laughs) Um, if, if you think uh, of any, feel free to jump in Mo. were there any for you that are like, I don't know about this. Well, you know what?
3: Oh no. Keep uh, going. Keep going. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh,
2: I was, well, I was going to say that, uh, that one trailer, I feel bad for NBC that, I'm not, I'm struggling, I am honestly am struggling to find com- new comedies, network, uh, and I haven't really seen any streaming ones, uh, know of any streaming ones that are premiering, that, that that do anything for me. Like I said, I feel bad, which I keep seeing that trailer on television, and it's, like, I. it annoys me see, when I see it. See, this is one and,
1: of the ones that I'm looking forward to is the comedies, because I think that, like, the way it sets it up it looks like it could be a ton of fun if it if if they land the execution if they don't land the execution it's going to be terrible but i'm hoping that it's a lot of fun
2: um i'm you know i've seen the trailer for the cool kids and i feel like that fits a certain demographic i think honestly that paired with last last man standing will will be perfect for fox and it and it and it seems to be capturing something that it was fox of you know the late 80s the early 1990s um so it it, it just it doesn't do anything for me um the cool kids, but like, just comedies this this year aren't, aren't really working for me. But I do want to say something about about Charmed. I'm, you know, I'm. I saw the trailer. I'm, you know, the way I feel like it's a work in progress. <laughs> Quit I'm being not-
1: diplomatic, Mo. listen we can all hear we can all hear it in your voice you're like choosing your words so carefully it's like if i step (laughs) on this it's going to be indiana jones in the temple of doom and i'm gonna be running for my life you're like dancing around it so carefully
2: Well, well i don't feel like it's the absolute worst trailer i've seen this fall i i i, tr- I like the charmed concept i like the charmed concept enough that i'm willing t- to watch it because quite frankly it, to have it paired with supergirl makes perfect sense on us a, on, a, on a sunday night um it's just that it's we we'll, we'll just have to see where it goes but again there have been there were shows I'm just going to say that there are worse shows that I'd be more concerned about than Chunk. So which
1: one are you most concerned about other than I Feel Bad? Well... No dancing.
2: Oh, no, no, no. I'll tell you um, that that ABC comedy, Single Parents...
1: Uh-oh. Uh, Ooh, this is going to be interesting. Uh-oh. Dan versus I, Mo. Guy's,
2: so, you know, that one... Because uh, I... I uh, I got my little list.
0: Um, I feel like the kids are all right. Is in is in more of that territory. No, no. Well,
2: well to me, it's not going to do anything for me. But again, I go back and make the argument that if you look at it, it it's clear. It's clearly the Fox executives. You know, when they came, they said, "Oh, we'll put um, the cool kids and Last Man Standing together on a Friday night." It fits that demo. If you if you're gonna watch Last Man Standing. I guarantee you, you're probably gonna sit there and watch the cool kids, and it works like that. I feel like um, my my problem, and I guess maybe because I just feel like ABC has so many of those shows about parenting and kids and so forth that so, like several of them just kind of blend together in a in like a block, right? You know, they right. had a couple couple of them like in the spring and i'm not you know i'll put it this
1: way a lot of abc's comedies are now feeling like the goldbergs and the middle clones
2: correct and you can differentiate the middle and the goldbergs and the irony is both the middle and the goldbergs have spinoffs that are coming you know you can differentiate those two shows but some of these other new ones you
1: cannot right
2: so so yeah but that that's my argument
1: Dan, what what show ha- or shows has you like,
0: uh I don't know about this. I think it's going to be crap. Well, first of all, Mel reminded me that there's a Roswell uh, thing coming. And right. Then, I, then it hit me that like, oh, that's right. Nathan Parsons is going to be like the the main guy in that. Heaven and I'm help
1: like, us. <laughs>
0: I, don't get me wrong. Dan I, is a I, fan. I, I, I liked Ethan. I, I am in the minority that I liked Ethan. But... This is my reaction.
3: Oh, you liked Ethan.
1: He also liked Brianna Brown's character on General Hospital, Mel, so we have to take this with a grain of salt. That being said, Nathan Parsons was not that bad on the originals. He was adequate. So, we'll see what happens on Roswell.
0: Uh, that one, like, the idea of a Roswell spinoff is bad. I mean, the, this whole charm thing, I'm like, you didn't have to. Why? Exactly. <laughs> you, you really... It, it just it doesn't seem necessary. Um, I also feel the same way about The Rookie. I sat through eight seasons of Castle, so now I have to watch Nathan Fillion also be a cop. It's like... You could have just done more Castle without... Well, you can't do it without Stan Akedek. That's, that's probably that's fair. why.
1: Why do you think that this is The Rookie? I mean, they literally have basically given him the same show with a different uniform.
0: Yeah, it's just, I I don't know. But you're also losing Esposito and Ryan in that respect. So, like, what what are we doing here? Well,
1: there will be a new supporting cast. I mean, let's face That's, it, Nathan Fillion is a money-making machine for ABC. They are going to keep him on there. It's just how it's going to be.
0: Yeah, yeah it, it's just... Okay. Now we got Esposito on This Is Us, and we got... Seamus Deaver uh, I I don't know if he's doing anything Uh, but needless to say so yeah I I also kind of feel the same way about and you guys will dislike me for this Manifest I'm I'm just kind of like see that's
1: like I'm looking Manifest is probably one of my top network shows that I'm looking for but I wholly admit there is the opportunity for it to be off
3: the trailer itself was a little shaky i was not feeling it until nbc released that first 15 minutes and i was like oh this is
1: good maybe that's the reason what maybe that's the reason why they released it because they realized that the reaction to the trade like the trailer wasn't that good and they needed to try and get people
0: back on board i'm just saying from like a storyline perspective how sustainable is that
1: Uh it you is know- very sustainable how many people are on one airline one flight a hundred and some people. Gilligan's Island right.
3: ran for 52 seasons,
1: okay? <laughs> They're going to be all
3: right on this plane.
1: Uh, I, I, I guess. I just, uh, I don't know. Let's talk a little bit about comedy. Um, there's a really big name in comedy returning as the CBS 60 Minutes uh, commercials that make me chuckle every time. Murphy Brown is returning. Now, I will caveat this with when I was a kid, my mother loved this show before my family went super conservative and stopped watching TV. And I remember my mom loving this show and it being her must-see show. So I remember watching some of these episodes as a kid. And I love Candace Bergen, I've uh, I watched her on Boston Legal. I love her in the Miss Congeniality series uh, movies Uh, over the years. If they were ever to and I'm probably going to get killed for this, but if they were ever to redo a Golden Girls, her as Dorothy would be perfect. I'm definitely on board for watching this. It's probably my number one new comedy that I'm looking forward to. I feel bad is also up there. I really think it's going to be fun. Dan, I know you watch a lot more comedy than you do anything other than superhero shows. What comedies are you looking forward to?
0: Uh, The second season of Big Mouth debuts in October, and I am super pumped for it. Um, It's the animated series starring Nick Kroll and John Mulaney. I am so there for it, and it's just going to be so funny. The trailer looks great. Um, When I was a toddler... I was super into Murphy Brown, which is a weird statement to say, but I was, so I well, might check Well, you ended up in
1: journalism, out. so maybe it might have influenced you.
0: Yeah, yeah, who knows? Um, yeah, we'll,
1: we'll, we'll claim Murphy Brown.
0: Okay. Yeah, I Feel Bad looks okay, but like I'm not exactly sure if I'll check it out. I guess I'll wait until... like It comes on Hulu. See if, yeah, see if it gets a second season or something, then I'll binge it. Um, there's a new comedy out on... Amazon currently right now starring uh, Fred Armisen and uh, what's her name um, Maya Rudolph. That looks pretty good. I I don't remember the name of it to save my life right now.
2: You're talking about wow. forever. You're forever. forever. You're for it. Yeah.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, that looks pretty good. Just judging by the trailer, uh, I might check that out. Um, aside from that, I'm just kind of like eh, when it comes to comedy, like I I. I'm really like putting all of my eggs into the uh, big mouth basket because it's just it's so ridiculous and it's so amazingly funny. Jenny Slate's in it, Jason Manzoukas, like it's star studded, it's creative and it deals with like so many of the awkward puberty topics that just lend itself to comedy okay
1: well Dan sort of transitioned us into what we're looking forward to for returning series Mel what are you looking forward to most for the returning series
3: So the last like six episodes of Kimmy Schmidt are supposed to come out. And I'm a little bit sad about it because I don't want it to end. (laughs) I'm just not ready for it to end yet. Um, That's probably the comedy I'm most excited about to come back.
1: Any show, though, it doesn't have to just be comedy. This is just in general.
3: Okay. well, I'm excited for that to come back. I'm excited to see the next season of Will and Grace. Mm. For it to come back, I really enjoyed the comeback season. I, maybe I'm out on that limb by No, myself. you are
1: not. I enjoyed it as well. The, <laughs> the cake baking you... episode was particularly fun.
3: <laughs> Look, when Megan Mulally and Debra Messon get stuck in that shower, <laughs> it does something to me. It was hysterical. So um, definitely really excited for that to come back. Cannot wait for The Gifted to return yes. later this month. I keep checking the calendar because I am afraid I'm going to miss when it comes back. So I absolutely have to see that one. Those are probably
1: like the three that I'm most excited for to come back. Mo, what comedies and dramas are you most looking forward to coming back?
2: Well, I, Luke, you said it earlier, Dr. Who, um, definitely cannot wait till, um, October 7th, uh, when it, when it returns and it, it it's going to essentially be a brand new show, a new doctor, new showrunner.
1: Um, None of them normal villains.
2: No, they're, they're not going to. They're going to do all new villains. I think I, I think at this point it needs a clean start. But ironically, um, yeah, the but
1: I'm show sad runner- because I need, like Weeping Angels are some of my favorites. And I, I'm like, oh, that's going to be a bummer. I feel <laughs> well, like every well, yeah. doctor should have to go through a really good Weeping Angels episode.
2: Well, I think the Weeping Angels will return, and, and and if you remember, they were last in class, and um, in addition to a previous series of Doctor Who. So I think the Weeping Angels are coming back, but I think for Jodie Whittaker's Doctor to really hit the ground running, she that Doctor needs to take on new new villains and and this show needs some new blood and i think chris chibnall the new showrunner is the man to do it he has experience working in who um he was he worked on torchwood he did some work on previous episodes of doctor who i i, I think this is going to be a great series and i'm really looking forward to it um some other returning shows that i'm I'm really um, looking forward to I'm looking forward to the se- second season of, of my show,
3: Black Lightning.
2: I yep. Mean, <laughs>
3: oh yeah, that one too. Yeah. Um,
1: Though I'm still yes. I'm still upset that they I can't bring Jill Scott back. Mm. Lady, yeah. Yeah. Lady mm. Eve. Lady Eve.
2: Um, I'm I'm also looking forward to uh, you know I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to the new season of Arrow. I'm curious to see how they deal. with with ollie being an oz yes and, uh, <laughs> you know see what happens when ollie drops the soap in prison and because i've heard reports that that you know they've had to um that the sh- that uh, apparently there was some really graphic fight scenes or something was going on in some of the prison fight scenes so i'm curious to see how they edit that stuff um this being Arrow, you know, particularly those early seasons, I mean, it was sort of, that was a brutal show. So th- it'll be interesting to see what happens on there. Um, sw- uh, so in terms of comedies, what I'm looking forward to returning. I'm looking forward to the to the Big Bang Theory. The final returning. season. Th- this, Yeah, this is the final season. Um, I know for a lot of people, some people don't find it funny. Some people find it um, boring, middle of the road. I find it, it it's, it's, it's. Great um, comfort food, right? And I'm going to miss the show, but it is like it's something that you can just put on and just do whatever and feel very comfortable watching it. Um, I'm also looking forward to the Good Place returning. They left on a really good cliffhanger. Um, if you haven't seen the show, I'm telling you to watch the show. It's really really funny. Uh, it is currently streaming on Netflix, and I'm also looking forward to the new season of BoJack Horseman, which started last week, but I haven't, no, which premiered uh, a few days ago. However, I have not had a chance to watch it yet. BoJack Horseman is a really tragic but funny adult animated series, and it will be coming to Comedy Central um, in the next few weeks as well. You'll be able to catch reruns of, of that
1: show. Okay. Dan, were there any other returning shows that you were looking forward to?
0: Of course. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow, obviously. I'm very excited to see what they do with Constantine becoming a series regular and them going toward the mystical, uh, fantastical sort of storytelling uh, with the dragons and unicorn in the trailer and stuff like that. That looks super good. Obviously, The Flash. I'm interested to see what they do with the daughter part of the storyline, even though it's like... i don't know you're kind of changing a lot of things and obviously barry's gonna screw something up because the timeline the trailer already says barry screwed up a timeline and i'm like well it's a day that ends in why so like right. what are we doing uh arrow like um like Mo said because i'm really excited to see uh the reintroduction of colton hayes as roy harper I, as part of a full season we need more roy and i'm very excited that he's here to stay i'm also like interested to see like according to the trailer i guess laurel earth 2 is now the da but she's not a lawyer so she's flying by the seat of her pants and i feel like that's going to be super interesting a comedy Uh, element to it yeah exactly so it's like all right i guess i guess she's just laurel now that's that seems disrespectful to the previous Laurel, but we're just gonna kind of go with it. And you I'm really have excited You the to...
1: actress that you like. Just roll with it, Dan.
0: I'm just saying there was characterization established in the previous Laurel that was fun. It was a different take from the comics, and we got to roll see like a friendship. It, <laughs> Ugh. Anyways. Uh, I'm also excited to see like the marital problems with Oliver and Felicity because, from what I understand, because of all of the things Oliver's having to do to protect himself in prison, Felicity's not super into any of it. And she was also on thin ice before because of all of the choices he was making at the end of last season. So like, there's going to be some turmoil there, and I'm here for it okay. because that that needs to end i'm just saying i don't know um but yeah so those shows black lightning obviously i'm really excited to see more of how they i guess establish the villains and try and weave them a little bit more into um like the the pierce family okay whenever daredevil season three debuts It it looks super good. The trailer just dropped. Um, I don't know if that's going to be early 2019 or late. The the tease at the
1: end of Iron Fist is pretty darn good. Yes. I am looking forward to, of course, the CW superhero shows, all of them. Um, I am looking forward to the return of Riverdale. I'm hoping that it comes out with a stronger third season than the second season, which took a little bit of a hit. Um, But we shall see. Doctor Who, I would be fascinated, Dan, if you have BBC America, if you watched it, if you're not familiar with Doctor Who, to get your thoughts on it as, like, a completely new person to it. Obviously, the Comfort Food shows, the Big Bang Theory, Grey's Anatomy, love them. Can't wait for them to come back. The Gifted on Fox, I'm definitely looking forward to that, just because I feel like it sort of balances out the different, like, If you look at the CW, there's definitely a certain type of show. If you look at Netflix, there's definitely a certain type of show. And in the middle is sort of X-Men adjacent shows like The Gifted. It's a little bit grittier than the CW. It's a little bit cleaner than Marvel. And I love the family dynamic on it. Speaking of Netflix, um, there, two new shows have premiered. Well, one new show has premiered and another show has come back on Netflix. Iron fist season two is released, which I was not going to watch, but then I was like, well, I really need to watch it for this podcast. Drastic improvement over season one to the point where it is unbelievably improved. It was like they took every weakness of the show and just worked it out over the course of this, of the season. Um, the other new show that premiered was on Amazon, the Jack Ryan series. I'm three-quarters of the way through with that. I haven't finished it. I enjoyed Jack Ryan. I was impressed by the improvement in Iron Fist. I know Dan and I have differing opinions on the uh, season finale. Dan, yes. uh, did you watch Jack Ryan as well?
0: I have not, Okay, Because
1: no. I know Mo has watched – Has been. he said he was rotating Jack Ryan and um, – Iron Fist. So let's have you go to Iron Fist, and then I'll go to Mo. Mel, if you've watched any, feel free to weigh in at any time.
3: I have not, so y'all have fun. Okay.
1: Dan, what did you think of Iron Fist Season 2?
0: I really liked it. I think it's the definition of the phrase pretty good, because it it improved so many aspects of, like, once it gets... Like, it takes a couple episodes to get into because of the way it kind of is like, oh, these two factions of, like, street gangs are fighting. You know, no one cares about that. We're more interested in the character stuff with Danny and Colleen and Ward and Joy and Davos. Um, It's just... And once they switch to that, it becomes so much better. And suddenly you're invested in these relationships and what these people are going through and joy's irrational decision-making and how dangerous Davos becomes and the introduction of Walker slash Mary and who's the, you know, they, they pull a Ron Carlevati and it's like, who's the host, who's the altar, you know, with the DID story. It was great. Uh, And it it just, it was so strong and so well-written and, yeah, obviously there's still issues um, just from, like, an origin standpoint involved with Iron Fist. But this show does a decent job of acknowledging its problematic nature and trying to do better as a result. Um,
1: so what was it that you didn't
0: like about the season finale? I just... i, I the, the epilogue leaves so many just... Questions that there's just a lot of things that like feel really cheap. Like why does Danny have his powers back? There's no reason for we Danny to have his powers We had a five
1: month back. jump. The whole purpose of when they do season or uh, finales with five month jumps is so that you can spend the next season telling the viewers exactly what happened in those
0: five months. It
1: like it's it's just co- a common trope.
0: I also, I just don't feel like Ward would abandon, like, his uh pregnant sponsor. He
1: like, didn't I just abandon feel... her. She rejected him. Yes, but... Why do you I think mean, he's drinking have... in Asia? Because, in part, he's dealing with that. Because, obviously, he falls off the wagon.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I get that aspect. I just don't think he would necessarily accept no for an answer. Just I, I don't think that's of his character to be like, well
1: uh, He could be say- she- it could be postcards from Ward as he's traveling the globe with Danny. I guess. I I just I don't know. Mo, what did it, you think of Iron Fist?
2: I have not finished Iron Fist yet. I'm I'm about halfway through. Um so far, as you've all pointed out, that it's so it's it's a much better show. Than uh, season one, I am you no. Know, with regard to uh, Mary, uh, she is an she is an, an old daredevil villainess, and it's interesting how they're utilizing her in Iron Fist. And I think I personally find that you know switching her up to Iron Fist Road Gallery makes her a little bit more compelling character. And and so, like Dan said, the D.I.D stuff is. is it's, I find it humorous thinking about it in terms of like soaps and and what I know of the character from the comics. So I I personally have been finding it funny, but it is it is a serious topic. Um, did either of you so- did
1: either of you seeing her Knight and Colleen sort of be like, boy, wouldn't it be fun if they were in all three Defender like the the second season of the Defenders was the three of them.
2: Well yeah, like like cuz people are put put have have thrown out ideas for like a Daughters of the Dragon mm-hmm. uh series which uh you you've already I mean Colleen and Misty are members of the Daughters of the Dragon. I mean it 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 would be a very easy thing to do and I mean you just tweak it a little um and and add Mary, but I, I, there, there's a lot of potential here from what I've, I have seen so far I like that they are looking at the legacy of the Iron Fist which is something that's relatively new in the comics looking at uh, previous 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 people who had the mantle of Iron Fist and, and showing that having the Iron Fist is, is somewhat of a fluid ma- mantle that can be passed around uh, but I know it can based on what I'm hearing from you all what has happened in, in later episodes it, it's kind of it's kind of this mixed bag, and, and people are just playing playing with it.
1: Well, and, um, apparently, like, at the end, Danny has two iron fists, and he's got two guns that shoot bullets imbued with his powers.
2: Okay. Well, well in the comics, he, both of his hands, he just doesn't have – I mean, there gets to be a point where both of his hands, he's able to channel the iron fist yep. in both hands, not just one. So I, I sort of expected that to come up at some point in season two so
1: okay and what did you think of jack ryan
2: i've really been enjoying jack ryan um i'm about half i am th- halfway through jack ryan and <laughs> wendell pierce and, and this and i think mel will really appreciate appreciate just watch it just for wendell pierce because he is such a badass in this show i mean <laughs> it 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 is class. Classic Monk from The Wire, just that sometimes, you know, he's, he's, he's you know, he's pulling out a machine gun, you know, <laughs> just shooting folks, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just really awesome. I think that, um, they streamline it and make it, they, they, they chop out, to me, there's, it's, it's, it's not as political as, the movies, those old Jack Ryan movies, how they would really get into the politics, it very much feels like a 24 show. You know, you got Jack Ryan, he's an analyst, but he's out in the field doing stuff. Um, if you like 24, I, chances are you will like Jack Ryan. I think the the sets, that not the sets, but the locations that they've been going to m- makes, it looks really good. It doesn't look like a cheap show at all. Um so, and it's and it's only eight episodes, so it's it's to me, it's just about finding the time to finish it. it but it's very easy. it's a it's what you would call a binge worthy show.
1: Mel, any final thought since we all wrapped sort of things up? Any final thought on fall TV?
3: I was gonna say for comedies, I was really excited to see The Cool Kids because it has Vicky Lawrence on it, who played Mama from Mama's Family, and y'all, that show is my jam. You don't understand how much I love her. So, and I heard like, you know, in conversation, we were talking about it, we were kind of unsure about it. I'm really excited about it. Maybe it's just me, but I that's what like on the top of my list because I have to see it for her.
1: Okay. On that note, we would encourage you to comment on this episode at geekconfidential.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash GK confidential. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GK confidential. You can find me on Twitter at Luke underscore Kerr. Melody is at Melody Aikles. Mo is at Dr. Mo 77 and Dan is real Dan Pierce. We thank you for listening until next time. So long.
2: Bye, Bye everybody.
1: All. Bye y'all.